Hi y'all, this is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer that this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. Then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement this week. You can also find me at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. Let's get started. Hey, Southern California, it's that time of the year again. I hope you can join us for our sixth annual mom event. This year, it's going to be Saturday, February 25th. Now, it's a day full of encouragement, fellowship, and worship. This year, I'm so excited, Jennifer Papito, author of Mothering by the Book, is going to be joining us too. Early bird registration is only $25 this year, and it goes through the month of January. Then in February, registration, which also includes your lunch and, of course, fresh brewed coffee, is $35. If you're feeling overwhelmed, have a bad case of the winter blahs, or you're hitting that February wall a bit early this year, then you need to join us. Go to coffeewithcarry.org for more information or to register today. I hope to see you there. Hi, y'all. In case you need to hear this today, you are loved. As moms, wives, friends, and daughters, we say I love you a lot, and we show our love through sacrificial acts of service to those we love all the time. But I wanted to make sure I started this episode on God's love, friendship, and Valentine's Day activities by reminding you that you are loved. Even if you don't feel it today, you really are. God's love for you is unconditional. His love knows no bounds. He loved you before you were born, and he has numbered every hair on your head, even the gray ones, and he knows the causes for each and every one of them. He loves you when you mess up, and he loves you even when you forget to show your love to him. He loves us so much he gave his only son so that we could be saved and spend eternity with him. So today, make sure you hear me when I remind you that you are loved, you are chosen, you are needed, and you are appreciated. Now, in season two, I did this episode, Countdown to Valentine's Day, Devotions and Activities. Now that we're in season five, many of you are now in a new season of motherhood and a new season of homeschooling. And we do have many new listeners too, since season two. So I wanted to revisit this Valentine episode. I wanted to update it, add to it, and share a new and improved version of it with you. Now, first of all, can you believe it's already 2023 and that February is next week? Now, usually January feels like molasses to me, but for some reason, it feels like this past January flew by. Now, I've been doing a new thing for my Coffee with Carrie website and blog subscribers since September. The last week of each month, I send to my email subscribers free morning time plans for the upcoming month. These monthly plans are theme-related to that month or to a holiday being celebrated in that particular month. In the free morning time plans, I share things like memory work and devotions that you can do each day, 
a folk song that you can sing and learn, an art study and a composer study that you could do during the month, topics for nature studies and nature journaling for each week, poetry you can read and memorize, and tons of read aloud suggestions for that particular month. Now, if you're already a subscriber, you received your free February plans this past Monday, and I hope you're enjoying them. Now, if you're not a subscriber and you didn't get my free February morning time plans and Valentine countdown devotions, no worries. I put the link to it at my Instagram account, Coffee with Carrie Consultant. The link is in my bio. Now, I don't do this every month for the monthly morning time plans. So if you're interested in receiving the free morning time plans each month, make sure you go to my website, coffeewithcarrie.org and subscribe to my email and blog. This way, you won't miss out on receiving the free plans I'll be sending out for March, April, and May. Did I mention they were free? I think I did. Now, in this updated and revised Valentine episode, I'm going to be sharing many of the things we did in the month of February to prepare for Valentine's Day, and what we did to focus on God's love, biblical love, and true friendship. The countdown hearts and Bible verses that I mentioned in this episode are included in my free February morning time plans. So if you like the ideas I share in this episode and you want to try some of them with your family next week, then make sure you go to my Instagram account, Coffee with Carrie Consultant. Remember, the link to the PDF file can be found in my bio. Now, we did different things over the years. It really depended on the age and the maturity level of my kids, what we did. But in this episode, I want to share with you my 10 favorite Valentine's Day devotions and activities. Now, the first one I'm going to share is a countdown to Valentine's Day using Bible verses about love. Then another one is a countdown to Valentine's Day using 1 Corinthians 13, the love is patient passage. The third one is for the really young, focusing on John 3.16, the Valentine acronym and Valentine cards. And then the fourth one is a I love dot 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 tree with heart leaves. The fifth one is God is love dot 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 tree with heart leaves. And then the sixth one is random acts of kindness countdown, which is basically each numbered heart had a random act of kindness on the back of it for the kids to do that day. The seventh one is writing love letters to each other, your family, and your friends. The eighth one was singing, learning, and memorizing hymns about love. Nine, the Valentine countdown with picture books. It's a lot like the Advent book calendar where you wrap the books and then each day you unwrap it and read it, but it's for Valentine's Day with books about love, kindness, and friendship. And then the 10th one is to have a Valentine dinner date with your family. Now, biblical marriage and biblical love have been under attack for a while now, but it really started ramping up the last few years. I was homeschooling my last child. So in those final years of homeschooling, we really focused on fidelity and faithfulness in marriage, God's design for marriage and family, and how God's word defines biblical love. That's what we really focused on in February. Now in 2023, the obsession and 
redefining of love in marriage is completely contrary to God's word. So in the last part of this updated episode on Valentine's Day and February devotions and activities, I added a few things on this topic in particular, especially for your middle schoolers and teens that you might want to do during February instead. So on this last week of January, I thought I would share some ideas on how to focus this February on God's love and God's word, which is his love letter to us. In the month of February, our family always did a special countdown to Valentine's Day. Some years were the same, especially when the kids were little, and some years we would do different things. However, the focus was always on God, the biblical concept of love, and on true friendship. Even though each year may have looked a little different, our February and Valentine theme activities revolved around a version of a Valentine countdown. It was almost like an Advent calendar, but for Valentine's Day. We would do something special each day in February, starting on February 1st, and then end with a fun family dinner or outing on February 14th. Now, my favorite Valentine devotional that we did for many years was to memorize different scriptures about love on each day leading up to Valentine's Day. Each year, I would collect 14 different verses about love, about God's love for us, and about how we're called to love others. Now, when the kids were little, I printed each scripture verse on cute little paper hearts, and then I numbered each heart 1 through 14. Some years, after we read the verse on a paper heart, we would hang each one on a string above our mantelpiece, so by the time Valentine's Day arrived, each heart with a Bible verse about love was hanging on a string for all to see. Some years, I got really creative and attached each paper heart to a stick to create a paper heart flower. Each flower heart had a Bible verse on it about love. Then I would put all 14 paper heart flowers into a flower pot with some dirt or some tissue paper to help them stand up by themselves. One year, my daughter painted and decorated the clay pot with the verse, Love Never Fails. And I made sure that the sticks were of varying lengths and sizes so it looked like a bouquet of flower hearts in the pot. And then during morning basket time, or morning devotions each morning, the kids would take turns picking one of the Bible verse paper hearts. Together, we would read the verse, talk about what the verse meant, and how we could apply it that day. We would attempt to memorize it, and then we would use it as our copywork for the day. Some years, the 14 verses were random scriptures about love, such as, A friend loves at all times. Love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and strength. And there's no greater love than to lay down one's life for a friend. Each paper heart had a number on it. So each day leading up to Valentine's Day, February 14, we would read and learn about one Bible verse a day. Over the years, I've collected more than 14 verses about love and charity, but I created a download for you that has our 14 favorite verses on heart shapes that you can print, cut out, and use with your family this February. Now, when the kids were a little older, Instead of reading and discussing a variety of Bible verses about God's love, we focused on memorizing a whole passage of Scripture. My favorite was the year we concentrated on 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. I broke down 1 Corinthians 13 so it was easier to discuss and memorize. I created 14 paper hearts and put on each heart one verse or one section from 1 Corinthians 13. For example, on February 1st, we would read the paper heart that had love is patient written on it. We would talk about what the word patient meant and how we could be patient with each other and with our friends. 
And then I would also try to share with them a Bible story that either showed God being patient, like with the Israelites in the desert, or a time when Jesus was patient, like with Peter, or a biblical character being patient, like Noah patiently building the ark for so many years. After we discussed the verse, we then tried to memorize it, and then we used it as our copywork for the day. Then on February 2nd, we would read the paper heart that had Love is Kind on it. And we did the same thing during our morning devotion time as we did the day before. We talked about what kindness looked like and sounded like, and how we could show kindness that day to each other, to a neighbor, or maybe to a stranger. We would try to memorize both Love is Patient and Love is Kind together and use it as our copywork that day. If I prepared ahead of time, I would try to share a Bible story of God or Jesus showing kindness, or a Bible story about a person in the Bible extending kindness, like the Good Samaritan. Then, on February 3rd, we would read the paper heart that had, Love Does Not Envy. And we would do the same thing as we did the previous two days. We'd talk about the word envy and what it looks like when we're jealous or envious. We talked about times we were jealous of our siblings or envious of something a friend had, and then we would talk about how we could be happy for our siblings instead, or how we could rejoice with a friend instead of being envious. We would add, love does not envy, to the first two verses and memorized, love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy. And it was never hard finding examples of people being jealous or envious in the Bible to share with the kids. And we'd also talk about the consequences of our jealousy, too. One year when the kids were older, we talked about how God describes himself as a jealous or zealous God. Since God is holy and righteous, we would talk about how God is jealous for us, but that God's attribute of jealousy is very different than our human nature when we're jealous. We also talked about the first commandment, I am the Lord your God, you shall have no other gods before me and how this relates to God wanting our undivided attention and our undivided hearts. I think you get the picture. So on February 4th, we read and discussed the portion, Love Does Not Boast, and then added it to our memory work. Then on February 5th, we read and discussed the paper heart with Love Is Not Arrogant, and added it to our verses we memorized so far. Then on February 6th, we read and discussed the paper heart with Love Is Not Rude, and added it to our memory work and copywork. On February 7th, we read and discussed the next portion of 1 Corinthians 13. Love does not insist on its own way, and then added it to our memory work. On February 8th, we read, discussed, and added, Love is not resentful. And on February 9th, we read, discussed, added, and memorized, Love rejoices in the truth. By the time we got to February 10th, 11th, 12th, and 13th, we read, discussed, and added, Love bears all things. Love believes all things, love hopes all things, love endures all things, love never fails. By the time it was Valentine's Day, we had read, discussed, and memorized 1 Corinthians 13, 4-8. When the kids were older, I went ahead and added all the verses from 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. I found this was a very easy and visual way to learn and memorize a big portion of Scripture. Now, when the kids were super little... We focus just on one verse, John 3.16. And I'm sure you've seen the acronym poem of the word Valentine with John 3.16 written within it. I printed up the John 3.16 Valentine acronym poem and showed it to the kids on February 1st. 
Then each day we would read the verse and try to memorize it. I used it as copywork, but I wanted it to look like the John 316 Valentine acronym poem. So each day I wrote the word Valentine vertically down a sheet of paper and red marker, and then the kids would copy John 316 just like the acronym poem. And then after writing John 316 down the page, they would then decorate the page with hearts and glitter and stuff like that. They did this every day from February 1st to February 14th. So by the time Valentine's Day came around, the verse was memorized and they had 14 Valentine cards they could give to friends and family. Then after reading and discussing scripture each morning during our basket time or morning devotions, we would then do some kind of writing or how to apply the verses activity. Now, some years I made a Valentine I love dot 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 tree. It was very similar to the grateful tree we would do at Thanksgiving time. On our chalkboard wall, I drew a large tree with several branches, but I didn't draw any leaves on it. The kids and I would cut out tons of purple, red, pink, and white hearts. Each day during our morning basket time or morning devotions, the kids and I would talk about different things and different people that we loved. We would write each one on a paper heart and tape it to our Valentine I love dot 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 tree. We would then end in prayer, thanking God for the things and the people we wrote on our paper hearts. And we did this every morning from February 1st to February 14th. So by the time Valentine's Day arrived, our tree was full of paper heart leaves. One year, I decided to make a God is love Valentine tree instead of a I love tree. I drew the same tree on the chalk wall and cut out tons of paper hearts. But instead of brainstorming each morning the things or the people we love, we talked about all the different ways that God shows his love to us and to our world. They really got creative that year too. Francesca and Joe wrote on some of the paper hearts things like, God shows his love to us by sending rain when we need it, or a cool breeze on a walk, or a smile from a stranger, or even one year by healing grandpa. They found evidence of God's love in nature, and in the little things, and in the big miracles. There were a few different years that one or both of my kiddos were dealing with bullies or that infamous mean girl syndrome. I remember during those years that we focused more on how we can show our love and how to love our enemies, even though it was super hard. So each morning after we did our Bible verse countdown activity by reading and discussing a Bible verse about love, we would brainstorm ways we could show our love. It was basically a 14-day random acts of kindness list. We would brainstorm each morning different random acts of kindness we could do for each other, for our neighbors, our friends, and yes, even those frenemies at dance or karate that were not being very kind. When the kids were older, I focused more on the idea that the Bible is basically God's love letter to us. For several years, when Francesca and Joe were middle school age, I think, they spent time each day in February during their independent school time writing little love notes to each other. Love notes to me, to my hubby, to their grandparents, to some of their teachers, and to their best friends. It was kind of like a secret Santa, and I wrote them too, but mostly for the kids and my hubby. Each day, we would try to sneak one of these love notes into a book or a bagged lunch, or in a wallet or a sports bag. My goal was during the month of February, especially the 1st through the 14th leading up to Valentine's Day, I wanted to surprise my son, my husband, and my daughter with a little love note each day. 
So whenever my son or my daughter were out of the house at an activity, or my husband was at work or running errands, I tried to surprise them with a little love note from me. They were basically notes and words of affirmation. So when Francesca would open up her ballet bag or her script, or Joe would open up his baseball glove or open up his snack, there would be a little post-it love note for me, reminding them that they were loved and that they were special. And they did the same for me, my husband, and their friends. But with their friends, they either mailed the note or tried to slip it into a bag or a book without being noticed. And then, of course, we would spend time each day during morning basket time or morning devotions making homemade Valentine cards for our friends and families to give out on Valentine's Day. When the kids were younger, we would spend time in February learning and singing some of those classic songs like, Oh, How I Love Jesus, and Because He First Loved Me, or the song that you sing in around, Love, 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 Christians, This Is Your Call. And of course, my favorite, Blessed Assurance. This is my story. This is my song. And some years, we would read one Valentine or love-themed picture book during morning basket time, too. I tried to have one book for each day in February, and I always read the picture book St. Valentine's on Valentine's Day. Some of our family favorites over the years were the picture books The Day It Rained Hearts by Felicia Bond, The Story of St. Valentine's Day, The Love Letter by Annika Denise, Somebody Loves You, Mr. Hatch by Eileen Spinelli, Love Is by Diane Adams, Love You Already by Jury John, and Cranberry Valentine by Harry Devlin. Then on Valentine's Day, don't forget to do something special as a family. Cook your family's favorites for breakfast or for dinner. Make heart-shaped pancakes for breakfast or heart-shaped sandwiches for lunch. Exchange homemade Valentine cards with each other. Bake some yummy chocolate desserts or treats, and then watch a sweet movie about family or friendship together, such as Cheaper by the Dozen, or The Princess Bride, which is really funny, or the classic veggie tale, Let Us Love One Another. How do you counteract the world's ideas of love and marriage? Well, as God's word tells us, we speak the truth in love. We share this truth with our kids when we feel they're mature enough to understand it. There are some really great picture books out there on this topic, but when I address these issues with my kids, my main source was always just God's Word. This way, it wasn't my opinion, it wasn't a viewpoint or a different perspective. It was God's truth. Now, if you have a teen, your February devotions can focus on fidelity and faithfulness in marriage, God's design for marriage and family, how God's Word defines biblical love and loyalty and friendships. So, week one, do a word study on fidelity and faithfulness. What do these words mean? In the Old and New Testament, find examples of godly men and women being faithful to their spouses. Then find some examples of what not to follow of men and women in the Bible who are not faithful. Discuss the consequences of their choices and actions. Discuss God's commandment to wives and husbands about faithfulness, and then read Jesus' explanation of this commandment in Matthew 5, verses 27 to 28. Discuss what adultery means and how serious God takes our own unfaithfulness and infidelity towards Him. Then week two, do a topical study on God's design for marriage and family. Start in Genesis with Adam and Eve. Read and discuss passages that explain marriage and the roles of husbands and wives, such as Ephesians chapter 5, 
advice given in Proverbs about marriage and faithfulness, and then those word pictures given in the book of Malachi, Hosea, and the book of Revelation on how earthly marriage is an example to the world of our relationship with God and Jesus. And yes, read those Bible verses found in Romans and in 1 Corinthians that discuss God's view on same-sex relationships. In today's world, it's a very hard topic to discuss since the biblical view is now considered abnormal, radical, and even hate speech. Then week three, focus on Bible verses that define unconditional love. Use 1 Corinthians 13 and other verses that show love as a verb, as an action, not just as a noun or a feeling. Read about different Bible stories of people showing acts of love, acts of sacrifice, and acts of service towards each other. Of course, start and end with Jesus. He was the ultimate model of unconditional love. Then, week four in February, do a character study on biblical characters who were friends, such as David and Jonathan, Jesus with Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, Paul and Timothy, Ruth and Naomi, just to name a few. Discuss what made their friendship special and how your teen can develop those same attributes in his or her friendships. So hopefully you can picture our family's Valentine traditions and our February devotions and countdowns and that it makes sense in the way that I explained them to you. Basically, in a nutshell, we would count down to Valentine's Day starting February 1st. Each year we counted down by doing different things, but basically the idea was the same. Each day from February 1st to February 14th, we would concentrate on one Bible verse about love. We would read it, discuss it, try to apply it, memorize it, and use it as our copywork. And because I'm a very visual learner, I would put each Bible verse on a paper heart to either hang each day or to pick from a cute little flower pot. We would do lots of Valentine crafts. We would read lots of Valentine picture books. We would try to do lots of random acts of kindness, and we would brainstorm all of the ways God loves us and ways we can show love to each other. Remember, you are loved and your children are loved. I'm praying for you during February that your children will feel God's love in a special and unique way this month, and that God will show you in big and small ways just how much you're loved and appreciated. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for hanging out with me and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining me, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. Don't forget, you can find me at my website, coffeewithcarrie.org. If you heard something you liked or something new, then share a podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week or with a friend who needs some fresh ideas for February and Valentine's. And if you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. This is actually the best way for other moms to find our podcast. Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing our podcast, my book, and our homeschool mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschool consulting services, my podcast, and my book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And see you next time.